Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Score Values. I'm Sean Anderson. And today I'll be speaking with Steve Burness, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. How are you doing, Steve? Doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, I always love talking to you. We last talked back in June, and uh, before you know, we get into all the stuff, all the scams, um, and all the stuff that the Better Business Bureau does. Um, why don't you update people on, or why don't you tell people who might not have heard one of our segments before what the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois does? The Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois is a nonprofit corporation that really helps consumers and businesses. So really, our, our mission is to advance marketplace trust. By doing so, we want to educate consumers before they purchase. We want to educate them you know, after the purchase, and we want them to find businesses that they can trust. There are a lot of good businesses out there. Unfortunately, there's some bad actors uh, that ruin it for everybody else, and there's some scam artists, unfortunately, that keep growing in size and numbers, and we want them, uh, consumers to stay away from them and businesses as well because businesses are, are just scammed just as much as consumers, it seems to be today. Absolutely. And something that I do love about your uh, guys' Twitter, uh, a perfect trend that you guys are jumping on, the red flag trend, a perfect trend for, uh, for, for the Better Business Bureau of uh, Chicago is uh, throwing up red flags about businesses around the, around, uh, around the uh, state. Exactly, because there's a lot of good business out there, so I don't want to dissuade consumers that much. But there are some bad actors, and we want, and there's some warning signs that you should adhere to, and really do the research on the business before doing business with them. And I think in my 34 year, uh, uh, you know, time with the Better Business Bureau, it's my biggest frustration has been from consumers who call us after the fact when they lost the money and they want us to help when it's sometimes it's too late. If they would have called us first they would not have been victimized in any way. And we would have given them businesses that they can trust as well to do business with. Right. If you have any questions, call an expert. Um, but I, one thing that, uh, you know, you, you talk about celebrating good business. Uh, and, and one of the things that you guys have been doing is the uh, Better Business Towns. Um, I, I saw that, I think this might've wrapped up in September, but I see Schaumburg, Des Plaines, Naperville, Rockford. We talked a little bit about this uh, last time, but uh, what's the update on, on that? You guys still uh, giving out Better Business Towns or have you awarded all the, uh, the, the towns their, uh, their honor? 
Yeah, we're still going through the process of looking at other towns and see if they meet those, you know, uh, obviously credentials to get to receive that a particular award, but it's been received greatly. And those are towns that are actually are really trying to help their residents uh, become educated and stay away from those scam artists and, and do business the right way. There's a lot of to- towns uh, that really take care of their uh, you know, of their citizens and uh, they want to make it a better town for them and, and actually help the businesses in their town because we are truly a business organization. We were started, uh, you know, uh, four years after the FBI and two years before our Federal Trade Commission came in. And the reason we were started initially was because the government wasn't set up to protect uh, businesses or consumers, uh, you know, because we came in right after the FBI came in. And uh, there was no government agency helping businesses. There was no FTC at that point. So really, the Better Business Bureau is all about self-regulation, uh, doing things the right way. And, uh, you know, uh, good businesses, trusted businesses support the BBB. That's how we receive our funding. And we're there to really level the playing field so everybody can compete on a level playing field on the business side. And the consumers, we want to educate them so they can you know, uh, take great advantage of our services to help them from being scammed and do businesses with companies they can trust. Absolutely. That's a fun history note, too. I didn't know you guys were uh, developed after the FBI, but before the FTC. That's that's It's really interesting. Um, one thing, too, uh, then we're talking to Steve Burnus, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. Um, one thing we talk about a lot is the tip-off to the rip-off. And I think I noticed one. Um, I got two calls, two missed calls from uh, the same 1-800 number, and they didn't leave a voicemail. Is that a tip-off that a scammer might be calling me and trying to get information from me if 1-800 numbers are calling me and not leaving voicemails? Could be. Some companies do have 1-800 numbers, so it's important to, you know, it's a good thing you didn't answer them because what we suggest consumers do is not answer their phones. It's getting to be a point where there's so much spam out there and so many uh, bad businesses that let them leave a voicemail and see who's calling you and then you can trace the number. But what happens most likely is they're looking for victims, you know, that answer the phone. They don't they don't want people to go to a voicemail because you know people won't call them back. So they're trying to find somebody who's available and you're one of them. So that's good. Sometimes that's good and not returning calls unless you know them. You know, if it's your wife or significant other or husband or whatever it may be. It's different, but if you don't know their number and let it go to voicemail, because if it's important, they'll leave a message and then you can do some research before calling them back. And, and again, that's, that's, again, that's my big, the Better Business Bureau's biggest frustration is consumers not doing the research and it, it's all out there on the internet, especially today. You know, when I started in you know, 1987 at the BBB, there was no internet, there was no fax machines, there were none of this, uh, the things that we have today especially the internet, that you can do so much research on people and companies and organizations, but our fast-paced society, nobody wants to take the time necessary or doesn't have the time, rather, to do their due diligence. And that's what happens is you, know, you find, because when people get victimized, it happens all the time, then they do the research and then they realize, you know, this is a scam company, but they should have done that beforehand and they wouldn't have lost their money. Right. And uh, you're, you're a perfect dance partner with the, the, the interviews because now I can just segue into the Internet. And, and one of the things that you guys are alerting uh, ca- customers to and consumers to are scammers impersonating your Facebook friends. Uh, so not only do they not, you know, Facebook, you, you can or cannot trust them. Uh, obviously, they're, they're taking information. And I don't think people really know uh, the information that they're taking from them. But Facebook is just, you know, they think their family and friends are on there and they, they don't think that they're going to be scammed because Facebook usually isn't asking them for credit card information if you're not buying on them, but you, you guys are now alerting people about uh, people impersonating their Facebook friends and scamming them into giving money and giving up information. 
Yeah, there's been an increase in, in impersonations of friends, especially on Facebook. It happens on all platforms, so I'm just it seems to be increasing on the Facebook side. But I think consumers don't realize that Facebook removes billions of fake accounts each and every year. Billions that they, they remove and get somebody you know slipped through the cracks and are not taken off yet. So there's some companies that say about 16% of all Facebook accounts in in 2020 were either fake or duplicates. Uh, so with that being said, we're getting a lot more calls at the Better Business Bureau through our scam tracker that keeps tracks of scams across North America. We had a consumer the other day who received a, what he thought was a message from you know a, a family friend, an old family friend, who you know told me he wanted to get on this deal of getting a grant money for a business, and but he had to dish out seventeen hundred dollars in order to get this information. And he could take the money he gets in the grant and pay himself back. So he did it, and then. Nothing came through with it, so he called his friend on the phone as opposed to the Facebook. He said, "I never communicated with you. <laughs> that wasn't me." And then they only soon to realize that somebody, you know, used his picture. It's really simple to create an account. I, you know, I could take your picture quickly and put it on line and open an account within seconds. Uh, there's no due diligence in checking that who you are, and then they ask you, you know, to accept their friends, and then you think you're talking to a friend when actually you're talking to a spammer. And then somehow they can get your friends and then they go after your friends too. So it's just being a big, big problem right now. And we're seeing a lot of consumers losing money uh, needlessly. Uh, But please, if you're accepting a friend, make sure it is truly a friend and make sure that it's not a duplicate. So a lot of times you'll see, sometimes you'll see, I thought I accepted this friend request. And that's what usually happens is they, they just create that second account and they want to get, you know, get it to you as fast as possible. So you click on it and accept it, and then they go after you in any way they can. So again, Facebook is safe. I'm not saying that, but again, the spammers, the scammers are there. So you just got to be cognizant of that because, you know, Facebook is aggressively taking down these fake accounts. The billion accounts are taken down each year, but how many get through? And again, there's not enough police, government, or, or, or officials to help you in, with scammers, the only way to put scammers out of business is not to give them your business. That's the only way you can put scams out of business. Right. And you mentioned uh, in how the scam works while scrolling through Facebook, you might see a message pop up in Facebook Messenger. Uh, I got kind of lucky. Uh, Facebook's filters caught uh, a spam. It was uh, you had to go to my message request in my Facebook account. And I saw a message from an account with my dad's name, you know, first name Anderson. And it was saying, hey, I lost my phone. Can I get your number? And, and you know, I, I never heard from my dad that he actually lost his phone. Uh, so it, you know, it, it's right there. It could be you know them just finding the information that's publicly out there. Um, you know that they can find my my dad's name. They'll make a fake account and they'll just try to fish you out of whatever information they're trying to look for. What information are they trying to look for in those cases? Is it just anything that they can try to steal your identity out of? Well, they're doing several things. One is they're trying to you know take some personal information from you so they can grab more information like your phone number, your home address, or or maybe your social media account, passwords, or things like that. But they also look at to try to sell you things. So they may send you to a site, hey, check out this product. This is a great product. You know, click on this link, and then that link may have spam or malware on it that puts it on your computer. Uh, so there's many things they do with it. There's, you know, there's different variations of the scams. But really, if, they, if somebody doesn't, you know, emails you out of the blue or gives you a private message asking you for information or money or your phone number or something like that, uh, you got to look a little bit more closely because somebody could have stole their identity and, and coming across as their friend when it's actually not their friend. So it's just a matter of, you know, what they, there's so many things they can do with the information once they become your friend. And mostly they just try to extract money or information from you.
We're speaking to Steve Burness, the president and CEO of the BBB of Chicago and Northern Illinois. And in Illinois, uh, on October 3rd, the uh, eviction moratorium with the COVID-19 pandemic uh, ended. Uh, There's scams with moving uh, and and disreputable movers, um, but also the evictions expiring um, could also be double trouble is how you guys label it. What's the alert there and what should people be looking out for? Exactly. Like you said, October is always a busy month for moving because, you know, residents always want to get it relocated before the winter arrives. And then you got the eviction moratorium ending as well. So this is a good time for the scammers to go after people who are moving uh, that, you know, there's more schemes and more heartaches and things of that nature. But I think consumers don't have the experience moving because they only move like once or twice in their in their lifetime. So some people don't know how to find a good mover. And uh, what happens is they go online and they just put in, you know, quick mover, fast mover, or, or whatever it may be. And then they realize they're just dealing with the, they're not, a, not realizing, but they end up dealing with a, maybe a company, you know, that's just really trying to broker the deal for another company. Um, and, you know, when they send the people to your house, they load the truck and they basically say, well, that, you know, we get more, uh, more items than you told us or that we knew about, but it's going to cost you double or extra money. And if you don't pay us, we're going to hold your items for ransom. And they, you know, they drive off with your stuff. So it's really disheartening to see, and it happens a lot more than people think. Uh, we, on average, the Better Business Bureau you know, takes about thirteen thousand uh, complaints and negative reviews each and every year on moving companies. Um, so a lot of times they're not the moving company you think that's down the street. It's just a broker that answers the phone, maybe in Las Vegas, who then is trying to broker a deal for another moving company to, to arrive at your house, and that's why. You know, when they answer the call, it's a different moving company's name. When they show up at your house, it's a different moving company name. When they deliver it, it's a different moving company because this is all just broker deals. And sometimes you're dealing with the disreputable mover itself. And it's just a, this one particularly, you just got to make sure you're dealing with a reputable company. That's really comes down to be in doing your due diligence on them and stay away from those fly-by-night companies and make sure they're licensed and, and bonded and everything like that. And Unfortunately, movers, good movers like good doctors, they're hard to come by because they're busy. You know, I mean, they're not sitting there waiting for customers. You know what I mean? So uh, usually people want to move at the last minute when it's and they don't do the due diligence necessary. And they look at the pretty ad in in online or the pretty ad in yellow pages. And it's not indicative of how good the company is. Yeah, I moved back in September, and th- thankfully I've moved with friends, so I could trust them. And uh, I, I used a Home Depot truck, so I, you know, I, I, I at least trusted them. But uh, to, to spot scams, I know you mentioned the fly-by-night companies. Um, how easy is it to just go on the BBB uh, website and, and check out the, these companies? So, like, if I tell you, you know, Joe's Movers uh, ad popped up on Instagram, what should be my steps to go and try to find if they're a reputable company? Is it, is it calling you guys? Is it going to the BBB network? How, how would you talk someone through trying to find a reputable movie com- moving company? So I think most consumers don't realize that Better Business Bureau is a referral agency, and they think of us as a complaint agency or a place to turn to with scams. But we are a referral agency, so if you find a mover that you know and they want to do business with, just go to the Better Business Bureau website and simple bbb.org. You put in the company's information or the website or the Instagram account, and we will develop, or not develop, we will give you a report on that company, whether they have A+, plus or F, or if they're accredited with the BBB or not. Uh, but we also referral. So if you don't know of a mover and just going blindly on Google is sometimes not a good idea because 
you know, out of those, you know, our, our ads on Google that, it's, you know, the first two or three, four listings are advertisements that anybody can purchase. You can go to us and find, you know, movers that are BBB accredited. And we tell you how long they've been part of the BBB and whether or not they meet our standards. And accreditation means that they, you know, they basically are adhering to our standards of business practices. And, and we also, you know, terminate membership when the company uh, goes south on us or south on consumers. So we have a, rig- a rigorous process of reviewing the company and they have to maintain our standards, not just just the one time when they join the organization. So, but we report on everybody. So, but we also can give you a listing uh, if you need to a referral agency. So if you need a mover, you need a car dealer, a heating company, whatever it may be, a construction company, you can come to the BBB to find you know, businesses that you can trust. This is the voice of President and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago in Northern Illinois, Steve Burness. And this, uh, one of the other alerts, I mean, all of your alerts, uh, really the past couple, uh, couple since October have really just been interesting to me uh, just because, you know, Facebook, I mean, you know, everyone's on Facebook. Uh, the, the moving month, I just moved last month. And then this one, I parked my car on the street. Catalytic, catalytic converter thefts are up. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, they are up and they're continuously go up. And I don't think most consumers realize it's really happening. I you know Chicago police just issued a warning last week as well. They're seeing a surge in it. And basically, it's just got to be careful where you park your vehicle. Uh, those, those um, you know, Keller converters are worth money uh, to the scammer. And it takes them really quick to, to get that off of your vehicle. Uh, so it's got to be careful where you park. And then there's some aftermarket products that you can purchase to kind of help you try to keep your catalytic converter, but that's up to you to, if you want to do it. There's a cost involved and it has to be installed by a, a professional. But I think consumers don't realize the extent of the, uh, you know, the catalytic converters thefts in Chicago and Northern Illinois. It's on the increase. And it's, they can pr- pretty quickly, you know, take your catalytic converter off your car with a little, you know, power saw. They go underneath your car and they cut it off and they take the metals out of it. And they, and they cash it into the unscrupulous, you know, junkyard companies that accept these things and, and give them cash for it. So just being very careful, cognizant of that where you park is really the only thing you can do because you can't, you know, you, can, you can't ever stop them. It's just a matter of being more vigilant and, you know, parking your car away from where they can get this, uh, you know, easily get to your car. Right. And I think you mentioned Priuses and other hybrids are, are, are kind of more targeted, right, because of the metals they use? Yes, it's a, it's t- the hybrid cars especially, uh, they have the uh, catalytic converters, they have those uh, precious metals in there. And again, it's not much precious metals, but it's, you know, three, four hundred dollars, but, uh, you know, it costs you so much more to get a new one, a uh, catalytic converter, you know, the thousands of dollars. So if you think about it, that's, it's really, uh, you know, there's taking a chance, but they're also, uh, you know, it's working because they keep for them and they, they keep stealing these catalytic converters. It's on the increase. And again, we keep reporting on it. The Chicago police has reported on it as well. Wrapping up here with uh, Steve Burness on score values. And the, the last one that I want to uh, talk to you about, uh, you have tip off to the rip off is something that you like to say. Uh, but I think a new one you could also mention is don't click that link. Uh, a scam alert received, uh, consumers received a text with surprising pandemic offer or AT&T apology. Um, just clicking that link in general, you can talk about it uh, related to that scam. But Clicking links just whenever you're not sure who the sender is uh, always is dangerous. So you could, just, could you talk about that and how it worked with the uh, AT&T scam? 
Sure. It's, it's again. It's not A&T scamming people. It's people using A&T's name. So they're just basically sending this, these these text out messages. You know, these scammers, and hopefully the consumers will click on that link. And we had reports from, you know, for driver's license, the Secretary of State was sending these things out. You know what I mean? The, allegedly from the Secretary of State, but it's not. It's the scammers using the good name of organizations, government officials whatever it may be. And there was a big one a few weeks ago at AT&T was offering you an apology. And because of COVID-19, that if you click on this link, we're going to give, you know, uh, $700 to the, you know, as a gift to you, or there's a reason we want to give you a gift. So like you said, anytime you click on a, a, a link, uh, you, you got to be very careful because uh, the number, um, that link really can do damage to your phone. I mean, it can lock your phone up. It can do, you know, put spam or malware on your computer. And a lot of, uh, you know, consumers don't realize the damage you can be done by clicking on a link. So if a company, you know, sends you a link out of the blue and saying you won, there, it doesn't happen like that. They're going to contact you in a different way. And NTT is not going to, you know, send you an apology and a click to, you know, get some money. And sometimes it's, you know, it's also, they're just, sending a link to extract information. So with the driver's license one is that it was allegedly a, a text from the secretary of state or the DMV. We don't call it DMV here, but the scammers, you know, to send it out nationally saying that we need to update your driver's license. So we need your driver's license number. We need your social security number. So you click on the link and it would ask you for information and consumers would freely give up their information. So it's getting to a point where you just don't click on any links from strangers. Uh, they always, you know, send shortened links out to see, you know, to get you to click on that particular link. And before you accept it, uh, you got to make sure that deal is legitimate or that company actually sent it to you by going to that site itself. So uh, you'll find out most times I didn't do it. And there was a big one not too long ago, a few months ago on Amazon. You know, Amazon was allegedly um, uh, sending a text out messages that you didn't get your package. Uh, but click here and, uh, you know, put in your account number and your password and we'll help you get the account. So, just because it's from a well-known company doesn't mean it's coming from uh, that company itself. You got to do your due diligence on it. Please don't click on links, uh, especially ones that just come out of the blue. And additionally, don't answer your phone. Let go to voicemail from people you don't know. Great stuff as always. That's Steve Burnus, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau of Chicago and Northern Illinois. Steve, if people are being scammed or feel like they're being uh, scammed or a target of a scam, uh, how should they contact you and let you know? They can go to bbb.org, and that's our website that has information. So, you know, it's always online. The information, they can call our main number, 312-832-0500 during business hours. And they also can report scams to us at the, on the Scam Tracker site under bbb.org. And you can find businesses you can trust, and again, under bbb.org as well. And we also have a consumer newsletter, a recent consumer newsletter that consumers can sign up to receive the tips that we keep touting to prevent you from being scammed. So, again, everything's on BBB.org. And please, uh, before you buy or hire, BBB it and check other sources before giving your hard-earned money. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.